Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. There's a lot to discuss today, but nothing more important than climate change and this new report from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. I'm sure there's an acronym for that. Uh, I expect in a moment to bring to you Dr. Michael Mann. Dr. Michael Mann is a distinguished professor of atmospheric, atmospheric science at Penn State. You know him as the architect of originator uh, author of the hockey stick analysis to climate change. I suspect many of you know what I'm talking about, but I need his expertise to try and make sense of this complicated report on climate change. Uh, climate change 2021, the physical science basis summary for policymakers is what I have in front of me. And it's confusing. And even I've, I've been looking for the executive summary even within the report, the headline statements from the summary for policymakers are not presenting it in bite-sized pieces that I can comprehend candidly. I mean, the first, the A1 line is, it is unequivocal that human influence has warmed the atmosphere, the ocean, and land. Widespread and rapid changes in the atmosphere, ocean, cryosphere, and biosphere have occurred. Okay, I'm sorry, but you you got to tell me, yeah, so how high is the ocean? What kind of a change has there been in Celsius and Fahrenheit? Uh, are we witnessing now weather that's extreme? I mean, I'm I'm having this conversation with you in a week in August where the temperatures here in Philadelphia will be in the way high 90s for several consecutive days starting midweek. The New York Times coverage gives me some of that, and I know that Dr. Mann will help put this in terms we can all understand and appreciate. Here's what the Times says today. Page one above the fold. This is the story. Nations have delayed curbing their fossil fuel emissions for so long that they can no longer stop global warming from intensifying over the next 30 years, though there is still a short window to prevent the most harrowing future a major new United Nations scientific report has concluded. Humans have already heated the planet by roughly 1.1 degrees Celsius or 2 degrees Fahrenheit since the 19th century, largely by burning coal, oil, and gas for energy. And the consequences can be felt across the globe. This summer alone, blistering heat waves have killed hundreds of people in the United States and Canada. Floods have devastated Germany and China, and wildfires have raged out of control in Siberia, Turkey, and Greece. Could we also put California on that list? 
But that's the that that's only the beginning to this. In but that's only the beginning, according to the report issued on Monday by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. That's a body of scientists convened by the United Nations. Even if nations started sharply cutting emissions today, total global warming is likely to rise to around 1.5 degrees Celsius within the next two decades, a hotter future that is now essentially locked in. One more paragraph and we'll get to Dr. Mann. At 1.5 degrees of warming, scientists have found the dangers grow considerably. Nearly one billion people worldwide could swelter in more frequent life-threatening heat waves. Hundreds of millions more would struggle for water because of severe drought. Some animal and plant species alive today will be gone. Coral reefs, which sustain fisheries for large swaths of the globe, will suffer more frequent mass die-offs. So those are the dire warnings of this new report. Let us learn more about it from Dr. Michael Mann, a distinguished professor of atmospheric science at Penn State with joint appointments in the Department of Geosciences and the Earth and Environmental Systems Institute. He's also the director of the Penn State Earth Science System Center, the ESSC. Dr. Mann, you are here in the nick of time. As I have been str- <laughs> okay. as I have been struggling through the Climate Change 2021 summary for policymakers. And I said to yep. my producer, TC, who's been with me forever, I said, TC, is this all there is? I mean, did they dumb it down at all? And she said, your choice is either the summary for policymakers or the technical manual. And I said, right. get me Dr. Mann. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, Always a pleasure to talk. Thank yeah. you, sir. So questions beneath your pay grade. First, what <laughs> is the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change? So the so-called IPCC, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, is basically a, a group of thousands of scientists around the world uh, who are leaders in various areas of climate science, who basically get together uh, on this schedule of every five to six years to write these reports under the auspices of the United Nations that characterize our state of understanding of human-caused climate change. And that includes one report that deals with the basic science, that's the Working Group 1 report. Then there's another report that will come out later. The, The Working Group 1 report is the one that just came out Uh, a second report on the impacts of climate change, and then a third report on so-called mitigation, i.e. solutions, what we can do about it. And this is, as I've been reading in, this is the sixth major report that has been issued. That's right. And there are these interim reports, special reports that touch on various um, specific topics in the climate arena, but these sort of comprehensive assessments of the entire science um, and impacts and solutions, those uh, come out roughly every five to six years. Those are the the major reports, the the IPCC um, uh, assessment reports. And this is the sixth one. The first one was back in 1990. Struggling to understand this, as I told you at the outset, here's the takeaway thus far that I've concluded. Uh, A lot of damage has already been done that can't be reversed we still have a window of opportunity to prevent it from becoming even worse in perpetuity. 
Yeah, as I've summarized it, um, you know, the basic bottom line here, uh, the bottom line conclusion of the report is dangerous climate change has now arrived. It's here. And the question is how bad we're willing to let it get. I know that some say to me, well, you're confusing weather and climate. Yeah, so this report, you know, really connects the dots in a way that uh, no previous report has. We are now seeing climate change in the extreme weather events that are literally playing out in real time on our televisions, in our newspaper headlines. This is climate change. It's here, and the impacts are no longer subtle. We see them in the daily weather. I, I, I should underscore something you made reference to. This report is the work of or was approved by the governments of 195 different nations, yeah. and it is based on more than 14,000 studies. I say that because, I mean, I don't hear these complaints, Dr. Mann, the way that I used to. Um, yeah. But still, you get some among us who say, oh, you know, it's a group of scientists. They're all in the dole. This is about research money, yada, yada, yada. No, like this, this is the overwhelming consensus of everybody who has expertise. Fair to say? Uh, absolutely. And look, there are going to be some who are not going to accept uh, what the science has to say until they're literally submerged, until bubbles are coming out of their mouths. Um, they're submerged by sea level rise. So there, there are sort of intransigent people who are never going to see the writing on the wall. But to a reasonable person, um, you know, I, 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 it, there is no longer any debate. Climate change clearly is here. The question is, what are we going to do about it? What what takeaway is there that is conversational to help drive home the point? For example, I've underscored the fact that the last decade is quite likely the hottest the planet has been in 125,000 years. That's pretty compelling stuff. What do you look to to, to explain to a layperson the, the significance of all of this? Well, the significance is that um, this summer, this very hot summer, is one of the coolest summers that we'll see over the next several decades. Wow. Um, and yeah. And the extreme weather events that we're seeing right now are, um, are mild in comparison to what we will witness if we fail to act. But here is the bottom line. There is still time. If we bring our carbon emissions globally down by 50% within the next 10 years, um, and eventually down to zero within a few decades, we can prevent the planet from warming beyond the point where this is no longer dangerous. It's catastrophic. Um, but that's going to take concerted action from countries around the world. Uh, and that's really important as we all have our eyes on this, um, this uh, COP26, the next major international climate, um, you know, uh, uh, climate negotiations uh, this, uh, later this year in Glasgow. Another takeaway that I, I thought was subject to easy discussion, ocean levels have risen eight inches on average over the past century. That's pretty significant. That's right, but it is the variable tip of the iceberg because we will see not just feet, but meters of sea level rise within the next century. If we, once again, don't act, um, if we do dramatically lower carbon emissions, we can probably limit sea level rise to a few feet. So even in the best case scenario, if we act dramatically now, 
Some impacts are baked in. Several feet of sea level rise are probably baked in. And so we will be looking at, you know, uh, retreating from uh, our coastlines to some extent over the decades ahead as, as, as the, the oceans begin to encroach due to warming that we've already caused. And finally, and it's unfair to you because this is such the condensed version, but thanks for allowing me to intrude on your day again. No problem. What does that action look like? You talk about the need yeah. to decrease by 50% in the next 10 years our carbon emissions. What exactly does yeah. that mean? Yeah, so, you know, the Biden administration has made that pledge. They've said that the United States is going to do that. Um, in order to do that, uh, they've explained we've got to completely decarbonize our power sector by 2035. So that means we have to move massively away from fossil fuels towards renewable energy. And there are lots of ways we can do that. We can use carbon pricing, uh, market mechanisms to try to incentivize uh, renewable energy. We can provide subsidies for renewable energy. We can agree not to uh, construct any new fossil fuel infrastructure. And so we need policies to do that. The Biden administration is trying to do what they can from the executive side, but we need legislation as well. And that's where all eyes are on this reconciliation bill, because it may be this $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill may be the only opportunity in the near term for meaningful climate policy on the legislative side that can complement what we're seeing from the administration. But Dr. Mann, and I promise this is my final comment, even if we <laughs> even if we do, he's laughing, that's a good sign. Even if we do our part, what about China? What about the EU? What about India, Russia, Japan, Brazil, Indonesia, uh, and Canada? Well, that's the beauty. If we do our part, if we step up, if we lead, others will follow. We've seen that in the past. We, we saw that under the Obama administration where, um, you know, we brought China along and they were decommissioning coal-fired power plants. And then Donald Trump came in and said, you know, the U.S. is no longer going to meet its obligations. That took the pressure off of China and other countries. So it's all about international leadership. Thank you so much. We'll come back on a different day when it's not the breaking story and hopefully spend more (laughs) time. Always good to talk with you, Mike. Dr. Michael Mann is the Distinguished Professor of Atmospheric Science at Penn State with joint appointments in the Department of Geosciences and the Earth and Environment Systems Institute. He's also the director of the Penn State Earth System Science Center. He received his undergraduate degrees. I think this is important for everybody to know his credentials. Received his undergraduate degrees in physics and applied math from the University of California at Berkeley, an MS degree in physics from Yale, a PhD in geology and geophysics from Yale as well. His research involves the use of theoretical models and observational data to better understand Earth's climate system. Holy smokes, what a matter of concern, right? The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. 
So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.